Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. My name is Sam Shoddy, and I am just a pharmacist. I want everyone to take a nice deep breath in. Remember the kind old gentleman who appreciates the work you've done and how you've continued to work during this pandemic. And exhale and forget that Karen who opened a bottle and threw the pills in your face when you told her we couldn't give a refund as they had left the pharmacy. Then I want you to inhale. Remember the very appreciative mother trying to frantically juggle her three kids while you patiently counsel on OTC for the six-year-old. And then exhale and forget about that rude guy who doesn't believe you when you say they're, that they have a deductible and they want to confirm with every other person that works there. And then at the end of it, they threaten to sue and transfer out anyways. Better? I hope so. All right. Meditation breaths taken. Hope you feel a little bit better. Um, today, I actually want to talk about other things that can make us feel better. Um, particularly, actually, I want to talk about music. Uh, I do want to vent a little bit about pharmacy radio and what we have to sometimes listen to at, in our workplace, more or less forced to listen to in our workplace, whether we like it or not. Um, but I really want to focus on your mental health, what helps you, and what can maybe help our patients and keeping that aspect of things in mind. So first, though, I want to go off about pharmacy radio because Pharmacy radio, or just store radio in general, to me, is usually pretty terrible. Like, it's the same songs all the time. Sometimes it's the same song three, four times over in your shift. And if that song is going to be repeated, almost guaranteed it's going to be a song that you hate. When uh, Big Girls Don't Cry by Fergie came out, I wanted to bang my head against the wall for how many times I had to listen to it. And I really don't agree with the at least the surface level messaging of that song even <laughs> but uh i also just don't like how it sounded and it was terrible uh right now i get to listen to plenty of justin bieber and taylor swift and you know what power to you if you enjoy that music i i don't i don't enjoy really actually a lot of pop but uh particularly those artists are not you know great and there's certainly a number more and yet those are always the songs that manage to pull me back out of my headspace like when i'm really dug into what I'm doing at work I almost always get distracted by the songs it's like my brain's like oh no this song is on again and then I like hear it whereas other times like maybe it's playing songs that I really don't mind or actually maybe even enjoy maybe um wake me up inside by Evanescence or heavy by Linkin Park or something like that no I will completely tune those out but Heaven forbid I I skip over anything, you know, Baby by Justin Bieber or something. Uh, if you're lucky, though, you do get the odd one in there. Um, like I say, I've I've had, at least at a big box, there was a couple songs that I could usually count on. Um, now at the Independent that I'm working at, the station we listen to is not is not through and through terrible. Like, I would never listen to The Weeknd or some of these other artists on my own time. However, I actually do I do enjoy some of the music, so it's not terrible. And at least the radio hosts are are not terrible. And unlike the big box, which I don't know, if, if you work at a big box and you have their own, like, big box radio, then they usually have their own, like, in-store messaging and whatever. That, oh my... Ooh, that that gets so repetitive and i i openly mock any ads that are super repetitive i will openly mock 
to the point that it either annoys or entertains my coworkers because I just do it all the time. And they can count on me to do it because that's just how I end up coping with it. Like the Spence, if you work in, in BC, in the lower mainland especially, and you know Spence Diamonds uh, and their ads, like I get it. They're trying to sell diamonds, especially engagement rings, but other types of diamonds. And, and they have to market it in a way where you really, you need to get this, but oh, it just, it's so painful and it's so obvious and I just love to openly mock it. It just gets me through the day. <laughs> um, I used to actually, I, we used to work at an independent where the owner would put his own CDs on for the Christmas season and this was especially painful. I'm, and again, power to you if you are a fan of Elvis, that's, that's great for you. I personally am not, especially the Christmas stuff, and never has a Christmas been so depressing for me. And I worked multiple Christmases there, and it was, it, it didn't matter where where my life was. I just I would leave work and I would feel so depressed. It was just absolutely painful, like blue Christmas, and I'll be home if only my dreams. Like I'm sorry, no, I never want to hear these songs. Why is this considered Christmas music? I don't get it. I don't. And, and I say all this realizing, like my taste in music will never be played in my workplace unless I quit pharmacy and start working in a hot topic or something. Like okay, so here's here's what my daughter calls Daddy's song. Just uh, cue this up here. That is Breaking Benjamin, Blow Me Away, part of the uh, original Halo 2 soundtrack for those of you who are equally nerdy and from that same age demographic. <laughs> age myself a little bit there. But, like, that's, I mean, my, my taste only gets heavier from there. Uh, and and that's, we'll, we'll kind of jump into the next bit I want to talk about is what do you do for your mental health and what works for your mental health, especially in the realm of music? So for me, you know, like a lot of people think that those who listen to metal and the various genres, you know, that kind of branch from metal, they, they all assume that we're like angry and aggressive and violent and that generally couldn't be further from the truth. In fact, I I for sure am less angry in my day-to-day because I listen to metal. And actually, I probably need to listen to it a little more again because I've been listening to other things, you know, podcasts and whatever on my drive home. I think I need to listen to some metal again and get some of that frustration from certain shifts out. Um, so so what does what music do you listen to that helps you after a long day? I've always found solace in metal since I first started listening to it in high school. For me, the upbeat songs like Pharrell's Happy and, and whatever, they just, they feel fake and forced, especially if not I'm not already in that mood. Like if I'm slap happy hyper, yeah, sure, I will belt out that song and bounce around and, you know, play with my daughter, whatever. I, I, I can get into that song in a certain mood. But if I'm not already on that level, no, it, it makes me feel worse. I, I want him to shut up because that's not real. Songs about what I might be feeling, on the other hand, whether it's depression, anxiety, loneliness, 
I feel weak and I, I want to feel more powerful. Like that's what really resonates with me in those moments and ultimately makes me feel heard, makes me feel not alone, makes me feel just better overall. Some of you might be confused as to how that might work, especially if you are someone who is completely opposite, and that's that's totally fine. What really matters to me is that people understand that different music, as really with any art form, will affect different people, you know, oppositely or in, or in a different way. For some people, that's listening to country or rap, or maybe it is Happy by Pharrell. At the end of the day, you will typically listen to whatever will make you feel better, and I encourage you to do so. Okay, Sam, we get it. You like metal, so what? What's what's the lesson here? Where are you going with this, you know, patient-wise? So how do you counsel patients with anxiety and depression? Do you ever bring up non-farm measures like, like we should? like CBT or anything, and and has music ever come up in that discussion? And as you're thinking about that, I want you to, again, reflect on what you will do as far as listening to music to get you out of that negative headspace, or at least help you cope with that negative headspace. And then think about that question again. Has music ever come up in your discussion when counseling a patient where their mood, their headspace is a very relevant thing. Like I say, I remember frequently hearing about parents or practitioners or friends worried about a patient because they have depression and anxiety and they listen to insert whatever angrier music style here. Unfortunately, I don't think they factor in how the music actually impacts that person, which then defies the whole basis of patient-centered care. As a result, if music comes up in a discussion with a patient, I will actually always encourage them to listen to whatever makes them feel better. And I will even call out whether it's, you know, hardcore rap, if it's metal, if it's whatever it is, I don't care because it doesn't matter to me. I'm not the one who's having to listen to it. But you should not have to listen to someone telling you that you can't listen to your favorite type of music especially if it's what actually helps you what makes you feel better and you should see some of the faces I get when I say this and that that's why I know that people are still being told what to listen to or what they can't listen to is because of the faces I get when I'm like yeah go ahead and listen to screamo you know about depression and suicide and whatever else because at the end of the day, you that might be what resonates with you. That might make you feel hurt. Hey, I am feeling all these terrible feelings. I've gone through something that sounds like what this person's singing about. I feel like I just want to end it all. And hey, this, this person is too. They're not actually ending it all. And it just, it, to me, it it's similar to if you can get into some of that group work stuff where you know you sit a whole bunch of people who are going through a similar type of thing and it's it's all about making you feel like you're not alone to me music can do such a good job of that without having to be so person specific either it's it's honestly the utility around music even just like just for depression anxiety never mind going into all the other things I've heard of studies looking into the therapeutics of music and how it can improve things like it's 
I'm, I'm sure it's a lot more interesting than I'm leading on. And certainly if you are a big fan of music in general and you want to look into options for um, kind of self-care at home and other non-farm, I, I would encourage you to look into it because I, th- I think there are some good studies, well, good for, for what we can get kind of studies that would reinforce this notion of we should be using all tools that we can at our disposal. So to me, suggestions are fine, but no, happy doesn't make me feel happy and might not make that person feel happy. People should listen to whatever is going to help them feel better because, well, do you want someone else to tell you you shouldn't listen to the music that you do as if they know better for some reason? And again, it doesn't matter what condition you have as far as I'm concerned. Sure, you know, if you start, if you never listened to Screamo and you started listening and it started making you feel worse or there was definitely a clear pattern of, okay, maybe this it, it's making this person more depressed or they're burrowing themselves in more. Okay, sure, put a stop to that. Then some intervention maybe needs to happen. But otherwise, really, it should be up to the patient, I think. that That is ultimately you know, to a certain degree, patient-centered care. So that's that's my two cents on music as a potential therapeutic aid, as I know I use it for myself, and so why shouldn't my patients? And why shouldn't you? So tell me, what do you listen to? Is there a specific genre, a specific artist, or a specific song that is really like your go-to? Uh, let me know in the socials, and I'll take a listen to some of the suggestions who knows, maybe you or I will discover a new favorite and and have something else to just kind of help bring us back into that positive mental state, especially if you're on your way home. No one wants to get home and just still be stuck in that negative headspace, especially if you're going home to someone as well. It's, that's usually not a great idea. So yeah, let me know in the socials. That's Facebook at the Just a Pharmacist Facebook page. Instagram at just.apharmacist and Twitter at just one pharmacist. Let me know. We'll give it a listen. We'll we'll share some favorites and hopefully someone finds something new that they really enjoy. Otherwise, I think that's it for this week. It's probably a bit of a shorter episode. Honestly, I really thought about just talking about mental health in general today as far as like self-care and stuff like that. But uh, I wanted to talk about music at some point anyway, so I kind of worked that in there as well. But uh, I'd be lying if I said that this had been a very easy and stress-free week. So you know what? We all have those. Still remaining positive through it, but that doesn't mean it's not a little tiring as well. So hope you all enjoy the show. Hope to see you next week. Hope your, though this is Monday now, so hopefully your week goes great. Hopefully my week goes great as well. And I'll see you all next time.